and welcome to Friday Lines. I'm your host, Luke O'Brien, a.k.a. OB. Uh, Friday Lines is brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped, all your essential items for life. Joining me today, as always, for speak to speak all things AFL is MG. Welcome, MG. Thanks, OB. Good morning. How are you? Going well, thank you. And the doyen of rugby league betting and tipping is a top rope. Hello to you, top rope. Oh, lovely to see you again, Luke. Lovely to see you again, Mark. Good to be here. Oh, very formal. Very, Thank yeah, you, Nick. Very professional. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, MG, pretty quiet week in the AFL. We'll get to the NRL very shortly. There's a few issues up there. But uh, three weeks to finals, um, you know, all the news is pretty much on field. Brisbane, Richmond, uh, Melbourne, Collingwood tonight, big, big game. Uh, you know, a bit of false news out of uh, out of Brisbane with uh, Buddy wanting to go up there. Not sure he sort of fits their demographic and uh, probably just a way to sort of boost his next contract. A uh, bit of Eddie Betts news as well, which is always unfortunate. Um, just uh, that camp in uh, 2000, the preseason of 2018 just won't go away. But uh, apart from that, all pretty, uh, all pretty quiet and smooth sailing for the AFL. Yeah, so you can't compete with the NRL at the moment. Uh, you know, I think about what four or five weeks ago, the AFL were uh, really battling on several fronts, and the uh, NRL were uh, had the spinnaker up, and now it's flipped on its head. Uh, poor top, top rope needs a bigger shovel up there to uh, to move around the uh, the s that's going on up there. Um, but yeah. AFL, um, yeah, a bit of false news, I think, coming out of the AFL just to try and match the NRL on the back page of the papers, trying to say the big buds moving from Sydney to uh, Brisbane. Um, he won't be going anywhere. It's manager's move, you think, OB? Just putting oh. the feelers out to uh, make sure he gets his uh, his proper dollars in his contract, I think. I think so. I don't think Brisbane suits the big budoir. Um, I just don't think it suits his demographic for uh, for him and Jacinta. But anyway, time will tell. Commonwealth Games, Australians are going beautifully, especially in the pool. Uh, Two-horse race in the middle count with England. I think we've got 130 medals, so about 115, a few overnight. Uh, reminder, the Commonwealth Games package, $22 in the shop at the moment. Uh, top rope Birmingham blinders. Uh, they're plus 44 units at 32% POT, so uh, going beautifully. Top rope, you've got a little, uh, a little special for... For the uh, for the listeners going the last few days at the Com Games over in Birmingham, yeah, we can find something. Sadly for me, the weightlifting's uh, come to a close. <laughs> Always one of the great fill-ups, uh, and yeah, I thought it was absolutely delightful. They put it on prime time, uh, you know, Sunday through Sunday through Wednesday, so we could just have a little something to wage on a, on an evening. Uh, so well done to the the, the, the our providers there. Uh, yeah. We, we don't have a lot left coming in the last few days. We've got a, a bit of the uh, track and field left. We've got some diving. Uh, and we're going to see the conclusion of some of our, our futures around the, the beach volleyball and the bad and the lawn bowls and whatnot. Um, but we're going to look. Uh, I'll give this one. And uh, the men's shop put well, Tom Wolfe, the New Zealander, probably a moral in it, to, to be honest. He's going to be very, very hard to beat. He's thrown kind of yeah, over 22 Plenty of times this year, which has this field covered by by miles. But um, uh, fellow New Zealander is second favourite. But I reckon he can get popped here, Jocko. Uh, I'm going to go with the Nigerian uh, Chakwabuka Enkweki. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Apologies to the Enkweki family for being incorrect. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I'm wanting to win gold or silver at two dollars eighty. At uh, sorry, sorry, to medal at uh, Labrox, two dollars eighty. You get three dollars forty to gold or silver. But uh, um, I think he's a, a red hot go in there to to feature. So um, he's uh, got a personal best of twenty one eight. That was a couple of years back. But uh, if he kind of can find his best, he's got uh, 
He's got second in the bag, I reckon. So uh, to, to to gold or silver or to medal. And thank you very much to Nick McAvoney joining us today as well. It's uh, all the facts and figures going beautifully. And uh, golf, uh, British uh, ladies, British Open. Anything you've uh, you've got there out wide? Uh, oh, I've got. Oh, is it out wide? Is it out wide if you're just doing it every week? I'm not sure. Yeah, I've got a few here. I was uh, trying to avoid the Americans. That's that's you. You, you play in the, the the Women's Open Championship. Uh, Certainly not on Shibuno, who led uh, minus six, or Jess Corner, who played in borrowed clothes uh, to finish five under, uh, but got uh, Celine Boutier, T5 at uh, minus three, Huge and Choi, uh, T10, minus two. So, among others, like Brooke Henderson, uh, Atiara Physical could uh, uh, feature there as well. So, uh, look, it's great to be back at uh, Muirfield with a bit of a uh, shall we say challenging history with uh, with females. Uh, didn't, I remember this about five years ago. So, uh, but now they're hosting a ladies' open championship. So, uh, should be all is forgiven. Uh, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure all is forgiven, but it's a partial, partially on the way to redemption. And, uh, it's it's great to see Muirfield back in action, which has been uh, not taken off the open rider, but has certainly been blackballed for quite a while. So, um, good to see Muirfield back in action. As we look to NRL action and a uh, little bit of uh, chaos in the NRL, the uh, the grand final is currently homeless. Uh, I know the MCG has put their hand up, which uh, PBL will be wrapped about. Um, you know what's going on up there? Is it just a bit of uh, a bit of moving and shaking between the, the the state governments for a bit of extra funding for some of their stadiums up there, or is uh, PBL sort of you know bringing? The second Australia's second best sport uh, to Australia's home of sport, the MCG. I don't know that he's bringing the uh, AFL. Or, <laughs> I, I apologise. I how insulting to the NBL. I don't think he's <laughs> to uh, to Sydney, but uh, um, no, he's got the the, the aptly named correctly named greatest game of all. Uh, he uh, has been shafted by the New South Wales state government, Dominic Perrottet. Dominic Perrottet must have a bit of a death wish uh, to be going after PVL because I'm not entirely sure he's the man you want to pick a fight for, a fight with. Uh, and in particular, a state where rugby league is, despite the AFL's uh, attempted insurgence, is the only sport that matters in New South Wales. So uh, pissing off a lot of rugby league fans, probably not the way to go. Um, little, you know, I won't be boring with the long history of this, uh, but you know you're on the right side of things when Peter Fitzsimons is against you. So... Um, PVL well and truly on the on the mark here. Uh, there was going to be a massive $1.6 billion refurbishment of uh, the ANZ Stadium, Homebush, and a rebuild of the Sydney Football Stadium. The Sydney Football Stadium is rebuilt. will be opening uh, in the final round, Roosters v South. Uh, it was put to one side that um, when PVL took the reins, that ANZ would not be refurbished, would not be uh, turned into a completely square field Uh Sorry, rectangular field, but uh, in lieu of that, the uh, Force of Urban Grounds will be upgraded and given the kind of face that they need to come bring them into the modern era. If you've ever been to Leichhardt, it's charming until you need to take a leak or buy a beer, and it's just annoying. Um, it's uh, so I think there's a bit going on there, anyway. That was the promise agreed that the grand final was staying in, in, in Sydney till uh, 2042, despite the home of rugby in Australia. Unquestionably in Brisbane. Uh, and now uh, Perrottet's backed away from that, uh, suggesting flood victims are the reason why. So uh, 
yeah, PVL's on the launched an all out offensive. And if anyone knows PVL, when he launched an all out offensive, is very, very humorous. So, uh, plenty going on. Uh, but he, the grand final will not be leaving Sydney. Will not be leaving Sydney. And he'll never be in Melbourne. I'll just show you this. It will never be in Melbourne. PVL would rather blow rugby league up than send the grand final to Melbourne. Well, I think that uh, yeah, rugby league, the rugby league grand final, at the MCG, and the Sydney Cup at Sandown's got a nice ring to it. So uh, anyway, we'll we'll watch this space. But back to uh, back to on field action. Have they moved the Melbourne Cup yet? Have they moved the Melbourne Cup yet? Per PBL suggestion a few years ago. Well, we'll bring the Everest to Melbourne as well. We'll just do it all. <laughs> Uh, but back to on-field action last night. The Roosters, very impressive, 34-16 to 16 win over the Broncos. They led early, never in doubt. Bit of a little bit of blood there on Victor Radley, his left eyebrow, but um, and a good start for you and uh, and top ropes uh, punting and the tipsters uh, the uh, for the overs, 41.5, close at 44.5. So um, a good uh, good easy watch for you uh, there, top rope. Good easy watch for me. Not such an easy watch for Victor Radley or uh, Joseph Sawali. It was... Uh... It was a uh, first blood match, Ric Flair in his heyday. Uh, yeah, blood everywhere. Gush. It was a, it was a real gusher from, uh, from Victor as well. Um, now, nah, good to see. Good to see uh, a bit of old school warrior in it. Uh, Roosters started hot. They've been very, very patchy. They kind of went quiet for probably 40 minutes there. Uh, let Brisbane back in the game. Brisbane, a few questions. Brisbane were pushing for top four spot uh, a couple of weeks ago. Lost to the Tigers, bad loss to the Roosters. No Patrick Kerrigan for the rest of the season. They're kind of at a bit of a crossroads of their season now. So, um, yeah, last night, uh, Roosters got the job done. A vastly improved performance on that debacle they put up against Manly a couple, uh, last Thursday week. But uh, uh, they've got to keep winning the Roosters to get into the eight. And the Broncos probably need to win one or two more to, to lock in their spot as well. So, um, yeah, it was uh, not a bad start to, to the weekend for those subscribers. Uh we got a, a nice one with the over, which looked home and hosed after about 20 minutes. Got a bit of a sweat on and then uh, cruised to the line. Beautiful. Good start for all punters. And right now it's time for Friday Lines, brought to you by topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. The first game of AFL action tonight is an absolute beauty. Melbourne versus Collingwood at the MCG. Melbourne $1.35. Collingwood $3.25. Uh, the line minus 17.5. Over under 154.5. Uh, Ed Langdon's come out and said Collingwood a little bit all duck and no dinner, uh, which adds to the spice. Uh, ben Brown back. Uh, Brody Majacek back. I think Taylor Adams is a big out for the Pies. Uh, they haven't played Friday night football for 15 years, these two sides. So this looks an absolute beauty. And uh, what have you got for us, MG? SOB, looking forward to this one. Uh, second v third on the ladder, uh, both on 14 wins. Um, you know, they're expecting a, a big crowd here. That, unfortunately, there is a bit of weather around, which might temper the crowd a little from uh, maybe the 80, 85 that they're expecting. Uh, I heard the AFL were forecasting about 70,000 tonight. But, uh, yeah, if, you, if you're in Melbourne, get along to it if the uh, weather doesn't come in because this game should be as good as it gets, I think. Um yeah, you don't often see the amount of, uh, I guess, the money for Melbourne OB. You know, Collingwood are on a 10-game winning streak and uh, all the money's been for Melbourne. They opened 13 in this game and now it's currently sitting at 17. It's all one-way traffic for Melbourne. Uh, I th- personally, I think the uh, the value for me is Collingwood. Um, plus 17.5 seems seems a big price for a team who uh, keeps, keeps in the game and with a total only around the uh, mid-150s, I don't think uh, the scoring will be great, and especially if the weather comes in. Collingwood are a good wet weather f- team. Um, 
Not convinced on Melbourne's forward line either. Um, I know it's going to be a hard battle in the midfield. Adams is a huge loss for Collingwood. And I think against Melbourne, it's uh, even bigger, bigger understatement for that. So they, if they can overcome that, I think Collingwood's defence will hold up very well against Melbourne's forwards. And yeah, I think a three goal start, um, against Melbourne if the weather rolls in at the MCG. Uh, I don't mind that price. And Collingwood have won six out of the last seven against the Ds. I think the Ds will be too strong. I think they're just a, a class above. I think there's a bit of a a, a form uh, or a class um, gap between these two sides. But, um, yeah, hopefully uh, Collingwood come to play and looks a beauty for Friday night footy. Yeah, looking forward to it. As we look to uh, the first game of NRL analysis is Manly versus Parramatta. Manly $1.77. Parramatta 208, the line minus 1.5, over under 44 and a half. It's the 755 game at Four Four Pines Homophobic Park. Uh, Manly have got a few a few in again this week, uh, top rope. Which way are you leaning? Yeah, Manly and Parra, here we go again. Uh, yeah, real hard game to assess here. Uh, There's a little whisper that Tommy Turbo was going to play this week. He, he wasn't named, so he won't play. It's a, um, they get... Uh, They've named five of the seven homophobes. Uh, they're back on the side. Uh, one dropped and one uh, injured. Uh, yeah, so that's, yeah, plenty of whispers that they're a club divide at the moment. Des is probably the right guy to kind of help bridge a bit of that gap. But I don't know. Like they were, yeah, Manly put in a hell of a gutsy effort last week as he showed up. Um, and, the, yeah, the players who turned up were pretty disappointed with those who didn't. So, We'll see how that manifests itself. The, the, with the Eels, though, Mitchell Moses, their star halfback, is out. Uh, look, I lean towards the Eels here. Uh, they've won 10 or 15. I'm, I'm not convinced that Manly are all right. So um, small bet power, but the, the, the big play in this game is the over. Uh, over angles everywhere. Eight of the last 10 between their two have gone over the total. Uh, Manly, huge over spot. 30 and 13 when they're off a loss. 67% when they play at night. Uh, 10 and 3 when they're rookie off a double-digit loss. Uh, Para being oversight away from uh, Combank and off concede 10 or fewer. So, uh, loading up on the over here, I think you're at 43 and a half still. Uh, weather is not as bad as yesterday in Sydney. So, I expect uh, uh, this total will head north of 44 pretty soon. Beautiful. As we look at the Western Bulldogs versus Fremantle Saturday afternoon at Marvel, the Bulldogs $1.43, Fremantle $2.85, the line minus 12.5, over under 163.5. Uh, the Dockers on a little bit of a form slump. The Bulldogs, you know, got touched up last week, but uh, they sort of need to keep winning 10th versus 6th. Um, yeah, this, this looks another beauty on paper, MG. Yeah, it should be a good contest, this OB. Uh, looking forward to it. As you said, it's uh, 10th v6 on the ladder, so it's uh, all or nothing for the Bulldogs in the run home here, for them to make the finals. They have to win out here. So at home, uh, the early money suggests this is a team to be on. Uh, the Open 10 uh, lines tracking in the Bulldogs' direction. Um, they've got some good ins. Keith, Trelaw, and Darcy gets his first game, son of Luke. So congratulations to him. It'll be a big game for the family. Uh, so they're going in with a bit of height. Um, you know, no major changes for Frio. Um, I just think that the Frio, as you said, the form's really dropped out. Their last three weeks have been pretty ordinary. Um, this game shapes up. It'll be offense v defense. Bulldogs like it fast, 
fast and open and high scoring, free flowing. Um, whereas Fremantle need to keep the game contained. They don't have the offense to to go with the Bulldogs if it turns into a track meet. So you'll know early if Fremantle can contain the Bulldogs and, and turn it into a scrap, uh, they'll be in the game. But yeah, if the Bulldogs get it on their own terms, um, open and free, uh, they'll have the forwards to uh, simply outscore Freo. So at home at the Dome, uh, I think I'd just be shading the Bulldogs here. And again, which way the pattern goes uh, will determine the total. So no bet on the total, but I just think uh, the market's right here with the uh, the trend towards the Bulldogs. As we move to Canberra on a Saturday, uh, the early evening game, uh, the Raiders 238, the Penrith Panthers $1.60, the line 3.5, over under 40.5. Uh, Penrith without Luai and Nathan Cleary. Uh, Canberra, uh, Canberra, any chance here, uh, top rope? Yeah, you'd have to think so. Uh, Penrith got uh, the negative with no Cleary, probably a positive with no Luai. <laughs> uh, so they are playing... Um, Jamin Salmon in the halves are kind of reconstituted back row. So uh, hard down to assess. Penrith uh, look like they're there for the taking, but one of the things you can say about Penrith is they've got a fair bit of continuity across the rest of the park, and they're a team that can rely on defence to win games, and, and they will have to this week. Uh, Canberra, you know, look, they've been in good form. They're 1 8 of 11. They, they're probably over the odds at the moment. I kind of have this game close to pick them. Um, but they've got such a dreadful record home as a home under. I'll be tempering enthusiasm around the Raiders, but where I won't be tempering enthusiasm is on the under in this game. Uh, only way parents can win this game is to really shut it down. And they are favourites, so you've got to think about that. That's where it's going to go. They have not got many points in with, with uh, Salmon and O'Sullivan as the halves. Uh, the Raiders are a fair scoring team. Bigger under spots both ways too. 24 and 11, the under when the Raiders are at home. The under hits at 68% when the Panthers are away from Penrith Stadium and is 11-2 and when they're off a loss. So uh, with, with new house pairing, I'll, I'll be all over the under this week. And a big game in the AFL on Sunday sees Brisbane taking on Carlton up at the Gabba. Brisbane $1.37, Carlton three fifteen. The line minus 17.5, over under 179.5. Uh, Brisbane coming off a, a bit of a self-implosion against uh, Richmond and Carlton, uh, the... Uh, the upset uh, loss against the, the Crows over in Adelaide. Um, oh, you'd, you'd hate to be the loser of this game, MG. Um, which way are you leaning? Yes, two in, well, they were both probably chokes last week, to be fair, OB, especially Brisbane leading by seven goals. And uh, Carlton going over to, I think, Adelaide were 15th at the time on the ladder. So, yeah, disgraceful from uh, both last week to let that uh, let the uh, W slip away there. But, uh, yeah, Brisbane at home here, I think they'll be uh, they'll be too strong. They defend the ground unbelievably. Um, it's too big an advantage for them against Carlton. The early money's going that way. They opened 13 and a half on the line, out to 17 and a half now. I think it'll continue to go a little bit more to Brisbane's way. Um, they've got some good ends. Rich and Starcevich back uh, in their defensive end will help them no end, whereas Carlton uh, lose Kennedy, which I think is a, a big loss for Carlton in the mids, and that's where they're going to have to win the game. Uh, if they lose the midfield battle, Brisbane, uh, sorry, if Carlton lose the midfield battle, Brisbane's forward line will just have too much gas to uh, put up too big a score. So... Yeah, I think uh, Carlton are in a treacherous position now. They've got three games left and really against hard sides and they need to find one W to make finals. So the pressure will build for them and I just don't think they'll get it this week against the Lions. I think Carlton will fall into the eight. 
Um, I, 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 yeah, I think I can see them maybe beating Collingwood in the last game of the year to sort of get that 13th win, but I think they still make it with 12 wins. I just think the, the chasing pack's probably a little bit too far away with the with the run home. But uh should be a beauty uh, at the Gabba on Sunday. And good to see Caleb Marchbank back. I think people forget, uh, forget how good he is uh, in the back half for the Blues. As we look to the Sunday 2 o'clock game uh, up there in Bundaberg is Canterbury versus the North Queensland Cowboys. The Bulldogs three dollars eighty. North Queensland Cowboys at all twenty seven. The line eleven and a half. Over under forty four point five. And before we get to the on field action, please top rope tell me that Josh Reynolds is not coming back to Belmore. Heaven help us if that's the case. Surely not. He was he was done seven years ago. So I've got no idea what they'd be thinking there. Obviously on the cheap, but zero 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 need for him. Uh, it's like the West Tigers market department of someone infiltrated Canterbury with a decision like that. It's uh, absolute madness. So you, you would hope that uh, Reynolds is nowhere near the Bulldogs other than the fans cheering. Those followers on Instagram will know he's doing pretty well for himself on the romance front and he's been enjoying himself travelling around Europe. Uh, just keep up the travels, Josh. Keep up the travels. Absolutely. So on-field action, any uh, you know, any any chance for your Bulldogs, mate? Yeah, look, I just want to uh, lay my weekly shot to, to Trent Barrett. Uh, notable <laughs> that uh, in the nine games under Mick Potter, they've scored 18-plus in eight of them. They've covered five of their last six uh, and have moved from 16th to 12th in the ladder. So uh, tremendous work uh, for Potter, but also probably more of an indictment on the previous coach. Uh, line has moved from six and a half to eleven and a half. That's only because bookies are uh, awful of the sports bet guys who thought that the game was being played at ANZ. So, um, so if you're quick enough to get on the minus six and a half, good luck to you. But uh, um, the game is actually in Bundaberg, as OB uh, rightly noted. Uh, eleven and a half. I reckon the line's kind of getting maybe a little bit big there. Uh, Dogs been playing very, very well lately. They won six four uh, under Barrett and round one, a rare win under the, the former coach. Um, Beat them in a, in a in torrential conditions. Uh, North Queens obviously kicked plenty of uh, plenty of goals since then, but uh, uh, leaning towards the dogs at the big start. They're just playing a different brand of footy with, with Burton and O'Carr and every lot of fullback. So um, yeah, I think the, I'll take the plus eleven and a half and a small speck at the head to head, but not a lot of confidence. As we whip it through the remaining AFL games for the round, Hawthorne at dollar ninety two against Gold Coast at dollar eighty eight. The line is even over under one sixty seven point five down there in Tassie on Saturday afternoon. MG, yeah, good money for Gold Coast. So Hawthorne started slight favourites in this game, and it's just flipped uh, over to Gold Coast's favourite. Uh, I, I disagree with the market move here. I, I had Hawthorne a uh, couple of points favourite in this. Big home ground advantage down in uh, Tassie. And I th- always think it's a tough road trip for a Queensland team to go from nice warm temperature, shorts weather, uh, down to a, a chilly Tasmania. Um, the weather's going to be okay down there, but just the temperature. I think Hawthorne will, is the pick here against the market. Uh, really keen on the over here. Uh, 163 was, was too low. Backed it twice, sent it out at 63 and again at 65. I think this has to start north of 170. I think it'll be an open game as long as they kick straight. Um, yeah, I think there'll be plenty of points in this game and shade Hawthorne. And Ben McAvoy's 250th game, so congratulations to him. GWS, $2.10 against the Essendon Bombers, $1.74. The line, 3.5, over-under, 169.5. The Bombers uh, back into some reasonable form, and GWS copped a whack from their coach during the week, so hopefully they respond. 
Yeah, well, the market's going with your response angle there with the Giants. Uh, opened uh, six Essendon, and it's down to three, so it's cut in half. Uh, I'm 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 all Essendon here. I think uh, you know on current form, it's always going. I think we've said it for a few weeks in a row now that the Giants are shot. I think the the year's over. They get nothing out of uh, McVeigh as coach, and I think a lot of uh, players have already planned for their holidays. Uh, Essendon won five of their last seven and Giants have lost six of their last seven. So even though there's strong support for the Giants, I'm on Essendon here. I think minus three is a good bet. Uh, I agree with the total around the 170. I think it'll be a good standard game in good weather. Uh, Geelong take on St Kilda on Saturday night. The Cats $1.13, the Saints $6, the line minus 34.5, over under 152.5. This market looks – look, I, I – I'd say the Cats are favourite. They're, they're very hard to beat down there, but $1.13, very short against the Saints who beat them early in the year at Marvel. Yeah, good point, OB. Round nine, uh, it was actually uh, Geelong's last loss because they have won 10 in a row, was St Kilda. Uh, they've been in by 10 points, so St Kilda have that uh, level of confidence that they can match it with Geelong. Unfortunately, they've got to go down to Geelong to try and get that win, and we know Geelong at Geelong's uh, better than bank interest in most cases. The market's pretty solid. Uh, the total's starting to come down. There is a chance of weather, which also helps your uh, St Kilda at the plus as well. So, yeah, I'm not convinced uh, I'd be taking Geelong at the line, but, uh, yeah, I, I think St Kilda can make this a messy game, and Geelong are quite happy to play a defensive game as well. They'll just want the W, but can't see Geelong losing down at Geelong. Uh, Port versus Richmond is the other Saturday night game. The power $1.65 against the Tigers, two twenty five. The line minus 5.5, over under 150.5. Uh, Richmond have to keep winning, and this is one of those games that they sort of get themselves up for. So I don't mind the Tigers here at two twenty five. Agree with you, OB. I, I, I'm a bit, uh, well, not confused. I'm surprised by the market here. I, the uh, Richmond came out at n- plus nine, which I thought, uh, you know, myself, I no, I, I probably rate Richmond a little higher than uh, the rest of the market, but I thought this game should have been around the pick mark. Um, so Richmond, Richmond were a good bet at the plus nine. They've halved down to five now. Uh, I just think with Port Adelaide, I know they're at home, but their season's over now. And as you said, it's all or nothing for Richmond. So I think the money will keep coming for Richmond. I think it'll get closer to pick by game time. And uh, yeah, they're definitely the play for me. Uh, Sunday afternoon early game sees the Kangaroos at nine dollars fifty against the Swans at dollar oh six. The line forty seven point five over under one seventy four point five. I think the Swans will absolutely smash North Melbourne. Yes, at the dome, so it won't be affected by weather. His uh, top rope will be chiming on here. He loves the sixty plus and the uh, Ric Flair out wide, the hundred plus, which the Sydney could easily achieve here against the Kangaroos. Kangaroos have lost uh, 16 of their last 17. Sydney have won four in a row. Uh, The Lions moved from 45 to 47. This game could get real messy. Um, Like the total here, OB, they opened 169.5. It's up to 174.5. I think this game will be open. Um, I really think this total's, you know, I know the betting won't get up there, but this total will end up closer to 200 than the current market of 174. There will be a lot of goals scored in this game. And if Sydney start well, it'll be cricket scores. Uh, the final game for round 21 sees the West Coast Eagles $1.99 against the Adelaide Crows $1.82. The line 3.5 over under 161.5. Josh Kennedy's last AFL game for the West Coast Eagles. He has been an absolute superstar of the competition. I've loved watching him play. He's just a terrific person, terrific player. So I think the Eagles might uh, might lift in his last game. Yeah, agree. The market agrees with you as well, OB. Uh 
you know, it's uh, five down to two and three now for West Coast. I think the game will start closer to pick. Um, West Coast at home. Both teams got nothing to play for. Uh, they've been really bad form. West Coast have uh, lost five in a row. Adelaide lost 10 of their last 13. I don't think Adelaide's got anything to play for. There is weather around, um, so that might uh, temper the standard of the game. But if it does clear, it'll be open. Yeah, I think uh, I agree with you. I think West Coast is the, the side I'd rather be on, but he's two low teams here. As we whip through the NRL Round 21 action, the remaining games, the Melbourne Storm $1.11 against the Gold Coast Titans, $7 a line, minus 17.5, over under 45.5. That looks all one-way traffic, top rope. Uh, I hope not. Uh, line here too big. Too big. Hold your nose. Not going to be a fun watch, but uh, the uh, Storm back five is about as bad as you're ever going to see in the, uh, uh, the NRL among the contenders, and you can make a pretty fair case that they got the worst back five in the NRL this weekend. Couldn't lay seven and a half of them. Uh, look, they'll win the game. They've got a good record against the Titans, but I'd rather be on the plus. Beautiful. Good one for the punters out there. As we look at the Rabbitohs, $1.09 against the New Zealand Warriors, seven at 50 The line minus 19.5, over under 46.5. The Rabbitohs going well, but they still look a little bit short there, I reckon, top rope. They could play three players short and still going <laughs> to the Warriors. Um, this is... Uh, a perfect scenario. Uh, this is my favourite betting game of the week, the game I'm most heavily invested in. Uh, I am chips in the over, and I've had a good size bet on the minus as well. Over has moved from 43 and a half to 46 and a half. That would not surprise at all if that starts 48 if the weather holds, uh, which would be the highest total of the year. And Souths have moved from minus 16 and a half. There's minus 20 and a half places, and uh, um, it would not surprise at all if that starts. Uh, the big couple of injuries for the Warriors, Tavanga and Harris Tavita out. Uh, this is on the Sunshine Coast, usually a very fast track. Uh, the over has hit in 17 of 21 since 2008, average 51.4. The Bunnies are a huge over team off a loss, 21 and 11. 10 and 3, the over when they're double-digit favourite, and they're just scoring points with the trail back. Uh, the over is 6 and 3, and the Warriors are a big underdog of 16 or more. So, uh, yeah, love the over. Really like South. It's going to be a big betting game. Beautiful. As we look to this Saturday night game, it's the local derby. The Cronulla Sharks, $1.28, play host to the St. George Illawarra Dragons at three seventy-five. The line, minus 10.5, over under 41.5. These local derbies are always a bit of a spiteful clash, and this one uh, this one promises to deliver that as well, top rope. Well, there's nothing I love more than a bit of spite there, OB, so let's hope that is the case. Uh, i got to be at the Sharks here. A bit of a whisper around that... Um, all of them happy in the Dragons camp. We might see a bit of what's going on in Newcastle this week happening at the Dragons next week. Uh, hold fire there, but uh, would not be surprised if Anthony Griffin was was moved on sooner rather than later either. Um, it's a lean towards the Sharks, a good record Shark Park. Probably the best bet in the game. The over, the Dragons cannot defend for the life of them. It's gone four, over four straight when they're away from Cogra, eight of 12 when... Uh, Lost one in a few and the Sharks, the big overs team, including at night 66%. So, uh, totally too late. And the final game for NRL Round 21 is the Who Cares Stakes. It's the West Tigers, $1.47. The Newcastle Knights, two seventy. The line, minus six. And the over-under, 44 points even. A uh, bit of news around the Knights this week around David Klemmer. Um, any uh, any way you're leaning in this game, uh, top rope? Yeah, I'll tell you who cares, uh, OB. Uh, your namesake, uh, Adam, the coach of the... But Knights, because if he loses to the Tigers this week, you will not have a job come Monday. Uh, he, the Knights are that close to, to wrestling him. 
Um, they got the worst attack, the worst defense in the comp uh, numerically. Uh, should be coming last if it wasn't for a couple of Jeremy early season wins. Uh, the Tigers, you kind of think, oh, we don't really want to back them as a favorite. They've covered four or six as a favorite. They've covered, uh, they've won seven of 11 against Newcastle. They've had one toast. They've covered five or six off scoring 30. This is Adam Dewey's team now. They've made it much, much, much improved when he's been running the show. Should he threatened to, uh, to play reserve if they didn't name it 5 8? Uh, obviously, it's going one way. The, the lines moved from uh, open of minus three and a half to, to, to minus six. It'll start bigger. Yeah, it, the Tigers are the way to play this one. And then we can all look forward to a Monday where another coach sacking is on the way. And uh, David Clemmer just uh, being a peanut as usual. Yeah, one of the, one of the great peanuts of all time. But in, in, in his defense, in his defense, a few points. One, he's already won their player of the year, so probably should get a little bit more leeway than the other. Two, yeah, I mean, a foul language is not uncommon on a football field. And uh, refusing to come off, you know, obviously a bit of an issue, but probably between him and the coach. And three, I've got no idea what a trainer is running off to HR to complain about it. So uh, a <laughs> bit of trouble up in Newcastle. I'm not sure David Clemens, but one is the cause of it. Oh, we'll see. Uh, watch this space come Monday. But uh, thank you, Top Rope. A reminder, punters can locate the GGOA for $22 a week in the littlebirdie.live shop for all your NRL betting action. Thanks again, Top Rope. Have a lovely weekend up there. Yeah, you too, OB. You too, MJ. It was uh, absolutely uh, delightful as always. And uh yeah, good luck. Uh, good luck down there in uh, AFL then. And uh, good luck for the remaining Commonwealth Games as well, Top Rope and MG. Thank you. Uh, as always, AFL Stings can be located for $22 a week in the littlebirdie.live shop for all your AFL betting action. Great weekend of AFL action uh, ahead. Yeah, it should be good. Yeah, three weeks to go. So a lot of matches, uh, especially at the top end, count. Absolutely. And you don't want to, there's a couple of teams that don't want to drop any more games of football on the run home. But that's a wrap for this week's Friday Lines. Thanks to MG and Top Rope. You can follow us on YouTube, find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to all your good podcasts. You can follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. We'll be back next Friday. Don't forget to join Nikki and the team on Monday for First Look with all the weekend's action in review. Punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend, punters.